Hi, this is David Bang, and host of A Wonder of Logistics podcast in German, Wunder der Logistik, in Spanish, Maravilla de la Logistica. And this podcast is of my own opinions. There's no association with any organization that I'm part of. So before we dive into today's topic, which is top three cold chain trends uh, to watch in 2020, I'd like to talk a little bit about Chinese new, Lunar New Year, which is only a few days away, January 25th. Um, the festival lasts until February 8th, so it's about 15 days or so. And then, then there's an also upcoming Spring Festival on February 19th. So this is a long public holiday period, and uh, this phenomenon has has a logistics implications.、Um, you'll be wondering why. That's because during this period of time,、uh, many manufacturing sites in、uh, in East Coast of China、um, gets literally shut down. Um, the reason for it is because、uh, many workers who work there are from、uh, middle of China or west side of China. They're migrant workers, and they work hard. They save a lot of money, and this is the time they get to go home and spend the,、uh, the time with the family. So this is a big deal, and literally the entire region gets shut down. So therefore,、um, uh, if your supplies are coming from from that part of the region. Uh, there will be a rush order, making sure those、uh, those products are、uh, shipping out of、uh, shipping out of the、uh, the regions before the the Chinese New Year kicks in, or after maybe、uh, your inventory went down、uh, drastically. This you want to replenish them, so you'll be also、uh, doing that phenomenal even after the Chinese New Year. So there's a lot of bottlenecks,、uh, so you can imagine it's a bit of a bit of a hectic situations.、Um, so my recommendation is always try to. Uh, uh, plan ahead,、uh, plan very very carefully, and、uh, I try to work with a very reliable and transparent logistics provider. So, what are those top three cold chain temperature sensitive life sciences healthcare logistics trends to watch in 2020? Number one, transparency and digital, and、uh, this is a continuation from the last year. Uh, but even more intensified. Why? That's because more and more products coming out of the pharmaceutical and medical industries are very much、uh, personalized and biological products. And and I'm sure you heard about the CAR T cell treatments, the gene therapy. That that medicine is only for that particular patient.、Um, it it's just gonna go and bigger and bigger. And uh, and uh, with this,、uh, there is no room for error. I mean,、uh, things have to be extremely precise, 100% precision, and and so data, the accuracy, the digital, the connections become uh, uh, more and more uh, uh, important.、Um, I mean, I, I can think of many years ago when we would, we just got wow by the、uh, the IoT real time tracking devices when it、uh, alerts something when the temperature or The locations and something goes out of whack,、uh, but that's just the you know the, in the past. Right now, it's it's really about what do you do with the data, how do you link that with the physical world, and then using the machine learning and artificial intelligence, you are able to solve the problems、uh, automatically or instantaneously. And、um, I'll be speaking and chairing at BioLogistics、uh, World Asia Forum in Singapore in, in February 18th through 19th. 
And um, and also I'll be moderating in a panel at IATA War Cargo Symposium in Istanbul, Turkey, March 10th through 12th. And uh, so there I'll be talking a little bit about those topics. So so if you happen to be there, find me, say hello, and uh, maybe we can get to talk a little bit about the wonder of logistics um, over a coffee or so. That's number one. Number two, good distribution practices, GDP. Um, that's no longer a capability or unique value, but it's just a basic requirement for any logistic company if you want to play in this industry. What I mean by that is just because you pay some money to get a certificate, I know I don't try to minimize those efforts there. Uh, that doesn't really mean anything to uh, to the customers or anything to the uh, to the actual patients unless your organization truly is a quality driven organization. So uh, not just a piece of paper, uh, your organization should, should truly live it. The culture from the top to bottom and bottom to top uh, uh, really needs to represent and commit it to that quality. I mean, think about the Boeing 737 MAX uh, fiasco and, and, and disaster and, and tragedy. And, um, and now even recent internal emails that came out of uh, Boeing employees reveals that, that they knew about this issue. And then this, there was a, even just cruel jokes about this among the employees. And that just uh, wasn't just an oversight. It was a just deeply rooted uh, cultural issues towards public safety and quality. And same goes for the GDP. Uh, it's no longer just a piece of paper, something somebody can audit and sign off. Uh, it is really more about, do you really live it as an organization? There has to be a cultural leadership and commitment um, from the top to bottom. That's number two. Number three is environment or sustainability or environmental protection. And just this month, um, I'm sure you heard about the decisions by the BlackRock, uh, the world's biggest asset manager. They manage something like seven trillion, that's with the T, uh, U.S. dollars. Um, and uh, they decided to exit investment uh, that present a high sustainability related risk. So that's a big deal. And then I think that where the money is, where the people go, and that this is going to make a huge impact this year and then years to come. And also because of the IMO 2020, which is the another regulation in the ocean freight industry uh, to reduce the CO2 emission from the vessels. And that that has an impact on uh, refer containers. I'm not going to go into the details, but uh, definitely it has an impact on refer container shortages in some parts of the world. So there you have it. Number one, um, transparency and digital. Number two, a GDP in a more a real cultural a commitment. It's not just a piece of paper and uh, people you know, will be more caring about what do you really do in this particular industry, not just, uh, just something that you just can promote on. Uh, number three, sustainability. It's a big deal. So there you have it. Those are the three and I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And before I go, I'd like to just to throw one uh, fascinating fact of uh, in the in the wonder wonder of the logistics. So did you know that if you are a coffee lover, um, or maybe you're holding a cup of coffee right now, that coffee with the beans that goes in there, the, the packages, uh, the water, utility, the machine that made those those uh, those coffee and blended them and roasted them and so on. Uh, the mileage footages, so all those materials, the, the mileage that had to travel to make that all that happen uh, is more than 100,000 miles, a minimum. And that's just a fascinating 
a fact and uh, it's amazing once again a wonder of the logistics so next episode will be about artificial intelligence and shipping including autonomous vehicles or even social implications or bias we're going to be looking at trends and opportunities and challenges so um, come and join us next time until then ponder about wonder of logistics today <laughs>